0: More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You could get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void required prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Hey, what's going on, everybody? You're watching Prison Audio, and this is probably pretty much going to be like the first episode or the first official episode. Sean here on the phone with me. Um, the, I don't know, do you want to just introduce yourself, Sean, and tell people? I guess start by just telling people your name and where you're at so they get an idea of what's going on.
2: Well, for everybody, my name is Sean Robbie Johnson. I'm quite sure if y'all been been tuning in the prison audio all the work you've been doing. You've heard my voice many times already. And if you haven't, this is who I am. I'm currently at New Jersey State Prison in Trenton, New Jersey. And I've been here since August
1: 2008. Yeah. It's
2: been a while, eh? <laughs> yeah, it's nah, been a while. It's been a while. It's been a little journey. So all together, well, I got close to, what, uh, 17 years, in, 22 mm-hmm. months in the county and the rest of the town down here so far.
1: Yeah. So what, I guess uh, the, the first thing we should talk about, I guess, is, like, how did we how did we get connected? I guess we we met through a, uh, like a mutual friend who's right there at New Jersey prison. Um, yeah. But I guess what was like the first yeah, time you had me and what what I was doing. What? So what was like the first yeah, time? Uh, you, like, yeah, the Yeah.
2: The wand. Yeah, it's my guy. So what happened was we was me and him was going over about some stuff of how to get him set up on Instagram. So his people who had set him up on Instagram, and then. Like she was going through stuff to try to get him connected with different people, so I'm assuming along this route, y'all were connected. So one day he's sitting there, he's like, "Yo, he said, yo, you gotta uh, get connected with my guy." Now to start connecting, so he's doing these print audio stuff, his podcast. He's like, "Yeah, his name uh, William Tweety. So he told me this, and I probably had the information for about two weeks because I I'm sitting here trying to do everything else that I was doing business-wise, so I am like, y'all got to get to it, I got to get to it. And then one day, I uh, just called the member, recorded his story. from there you had a back in, ever since then, that's how we started working.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. We just kind of, we were always on the same page as far as like work and like things that we wanted to accomplish and stuff like that, right? So, we just kind of worked at it. Out. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So
2: now, now, now we have the stage that we... We got so much work that we accomplished over the last what, like five, six months. Mm-hmm. We're like we we were on another level from where we started but we gotta keep going. To get to even higher level with everything that we don't.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Well yeah, I wanna we're gonna touch on like everything that we've done so far. But I wanna like the first thing I wanna exactly. ask you is like what you were doing like, cause you were doing stuff on your own before. You weren't just sitting in prison, right? Before you met me, you were. You've always been hustling. You're always nah. been trying to do stuff, right? So, yeah. Nah. The uh, you know, Toastmasters. I've always,
2: always been working. i always been working. I think uh, for 2020 prior to that, like, I always been in here reading different stuff as far as books that can educate me as far as finances and uh, financial literacy and business and all that other stuff. So it came to the point, one of me and my guys that's in here that I know literally since 2008, we was chopping it up one day, and he wanted to put some stuff together for some books. And I was sitting here thinking about doing some stuff with a while So we like, oh, of doing it individually. We know each other for some years. We might as well do it together. So that's like how what we got now as far as always is greatness started. So then I'm like, yo, I got two of my guys that's on the street. Why don't we want to do real estate? Why don't we can get into with the uh, apparel and everything? So I had called them, and they was on board and everything. And then we actually it and co-founded Always Expect respect, this in 2020, November 27th. And that's what I was working on prior to us waking up with everything we working on there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. Is that, how, I ask, how how common is that in, in prison for like people to, to go out and try to do something like that? Is a lot of guys doing that? Or? I would
2: say that, nah, I would say it's rare. I would say, I definitely would say it's rare. I would say you probably got about like 1,300 people in here. And I don't know everybody I know a good amount. And I probably can say less than 1% is actually trying to do something In the manner of what I started with with my people, like you got some people that write books, some people that's trying to write scripts, and some people that's trying to do other different things. But to try to take it and do it like how I'm doing it, and then us making up and where we're doing it, there's nobody else that's down here where I'm at that's definitely trying to get to it on the level that we are.
1: like I don't know how many uh, six I break it down into like basically like six podcasts and two like educational programs. But like as far as the yeah. educational programs we've done, um we did rising by Rising Beyond the Bars and Building Futures. Um I so guess Building Futures is the one for for the youth. Do you want to like talk a little bit about that?
2: That's definitely one of the best projects that we did so far because we're trying to empower the youth to stay out of the, game, the prison. And the reason why it's so essential because you've got a lot of young kids now nowadays that get caught up in the lifestyle of a lot of stuff that they go through that lands them in prison or games. So I think from my perspective that I have walked that journey based on affiliations and also being in prison that I can give my expertise from how I journey that path and how I can have young kids stay away from that path because it's nothing to be glorified on that path when you go down that journey. So I feel like the more that we can reach out to different kids, no matter what state, what city, what town they're in, and help them lock in to do something positive with their lives and tap into their talent so that they can actually make generational wealth for their family and to do the right things, I think that'll be a winner. We just get one kid at a time.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. We're doing the, the same kind of thing we have with um, Rising Beyond the Bars, but Rising Beyond the Bars is more uh, targeted to to some maybe somebody who's been in prison for a while and getting out and they're trying to change their life, that sort of thing. Um,
2: yeah. Same, same type yes. of thing, right? Yeah, I think we're beyond the bars. If you go both ways, if you go from mainly people that's incarcerated, but I also think that people that's in society can get useful information out of each episode because I don't think it's just limited to just being incarcerated because you can have bars locked in yourself mentally and you could be in the free world mm-hmm. so it do not necessarily got to be a physical bar that you lock behind so I think that right there that's a dope thing like we started off the first episode about unveiling your path to greatness and we talk about your purpose and attention. and have 60 seconds remaining. How to get to that path to greatness so I think with being in prison, you need to have some type of motivation that's going to take you to the next level. Some people might have gifts and talents, but they don't know how to tap into it. Or they might not have the resources. like Prison can be a depressing place. So this right here is a podcast that people can listen to and say, All right, I'm motivated and I'm inspired by it, and I can continue to move through mm-hmm. the steps and life. Uh, so... Give you a bit of right back.
1: All right, am back to
2: so, that. So to finish up what I was saying is, like I said, it's not just about people that can cost for you. Even if you want society, you feel restricted that you, like, in some type of way, need some type of motivation. I think this could be for you too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. I agree. I agree. It's a good program. It covers, like, both both of those programs are, like, 10, 10 different podcasts. We're still working on it. We're going to have, like, the little workbooks to go with both of them, too. So, yeah, they're, they're both really good. So. Um, all right. So, and then as far as just, like, the regular podcast we got, um, we got a big list to go through. But pretty much anything that's related to prison or not even related to prison, we're covering. So, um, first one, we got Poetry from the Pen.
2: Yeah, poetry, poetry from the Pen. All right, this right here is kind of dope. Like, I've always been writing all my life, especially when it comes to poetry. I already got a couple e-books out on our website, alwaysspit.com. But poetry is something that I I love doing because no matter what you're talking about, you will have some type of audience that can resonate with what your words are saying in that poem. So poetry from the pen is just, me just writing poems over time and just giving it to y'all, how I wrote it, giving you the reason why I wrote it and then breaking down line for line of what my source was of what I was trying to convey in that line. So I think that's one of the dope things mm-hmm. that we do too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, a lot of people like people like that's one thing you think of when you think of prison is, is poetry, right? So like a lot of people I yeah. really like write poetry in prison. But so yeah, we're gonna have a bunch of people yeah. in there too eventually.
2: Um, yeah, we're definitely gonna have a lot more of that as we go on each season of that. Yeah. So that that that's something I look forward to. Uh what the next one we got was Cell Block Cupid. Block Cupid. That's yeah. another one that we got. Uh Cell Block Cupid that's all about love and relationships, right? And that that's another one that's kinda similar to uh, Re Beyond the Boss one. Is because being incarcerated, you meet people that's in the free world that you get into a relationship with. So it, it helps you to have some type of tips to how to go about it in the best and healthy way, not just for you, but for that person. But I think it also can be for people that's in society i have never been in prison, know how anything to do a prison, and it gives them healthy tips as well of how to cultivate their relationship in a healthy and positive way as well. hmm
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, so... We got that. We got. Uh, we got focused. It comes in every Focus. Year.
2: Yeah, that's, I think. I think focus. Is one of the best ones we did as well. If anybody has not listened to focus, focus stands for followers of Christ united, stops every devil, and followers of, of Christ upset Seas Efforts daily. So this right here is the Christian podcast. I definitely go to church. That's my like my daily thing. To walk in my faith. And I wanted to turn this into a podcast for those who want to be encouraged in their walk with God. So, so far we did, I think, about five episodes. I did a couple of myself. I did one with Minister Rashid. I did one with one of my brothers, Charles Johnson. I did one with my mother. And we're going to keep going, whether it's people that's incarcerated or people that we link up in the free world that want to do interviews of how their walk with God is. So I think that's one of the, the powerful episodes that we got as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite podcasts. It's actually like the our second most popular podcast now. Um, just a little crazy prison story. So it's growing for sure. It's cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, then what... then we, get, we, what got, we got... We
2: got... Uh, uh, my, prison my Certain Rules. We got that right there. That's basically giving everybody prison workouts a lot of how workout to work out with just your body weight. So you don't have to go to the gym all the time, and you don't have to buy equipment all the time. So we just give you the six exercises from push-ups, pull-ups, dips, squats, core work, and calf raises. So I think we got some interesting stuff for people that's incarcerated and people that's in the streets that it just helps you work your body out, mm-hmm. stay in shape. So I think it's useful as long as you stay consistent with it. Definitely
1: useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it works for sure. No, I did that last last year. I lost like 80 pounds just doing bodyweight exercises. Crazy! It works so well. Yeah. But you gotta, I mean, you gotta watch what yeah, you're eating exactly. too. But other than that, you yeah. don't you don't need a gym.
2: No, they yeah, they definitely work. And then what well, the last two we got we got prison news mm-hmm. is when we gone over different prison news, uh, different places no matter if it's in this prison or other prisons, and, you know, just up, updating people what's going on in different things in regards to prison. So I think that's a dope one right there because a lot of people will be interested in what's going on, and they don't always knowing what's going on. So I think that's interesting to educate people on that as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Try to find a lot of stories that aren't like the main stories, too, like stuff that's maybe not getting as much coverage and we try to give that a little bit more coverage, too. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. And then I think the last one we worked on so far is American prison history, Mm -hmm. where we just basically go in, just going about, just speaking about different prisons in different states each week. And we just give you the history of why they started and everything, what they were meant to be as far as rehabilitation or whatever the case may be, and how they are to today as it transformed over the years. I think that's another interesting one so people can be educated about different prisons in their state
1: exactly exactly yeah, yeah, so I mean that's like a lot um, of stuff we've gone through and done, and like and you said that, you know we've only kind of been working on this since uh I since the start of April pretty much right around there April may yeah Around yeah. right, like april may so
2: you you could definitely been working you've sort of been working to bring everybody mm mm-hmm. mhm so and this is just the beginning. It's just the beginning. As we, we level up and, and go to the next level, it's going to be a lot more coming with the stuff that we already got and other things that we probably going to add on as time goes
1: on. Exactly. Exactly. Um, do, you want, do you want to talk a little bit about what happened with you last week when they came and moved you?
2: Oh, yeah. So being that we do a lot of work, uh, I would say about last year. This is this is the crazy one of the craziest things. So on uh, September sixth, it actually happened to be my youngest daughter's birthday. So later that night, around like uh, nine fifteen-ish, nine twenty, they came to myself. So they're like, yo, we gotta uh take you on TAH. So i was like, all right, what's TAH? So they're like, temporary administration housing. Basically, how like, they used to call it. one. They're like, well, we don't know what's going on, but we just told that you're not in trouble. So I'm like, alright. So I get my overnight bag, they throw the uh, handcuffs on me, throw the belt around me, and they take me over there to uh Freebie right. So I'm over there for about two or three days. Normally, you only have 72 hours to do the investigation, and then they let you out. So that's Wednesday night I go. By Friday, Saturday, I should have been out. I wasn't. I didn't end up coming out at the test- The background. I don't know. But I did a motivational video based on it out August 18th, last year. We had, I had my mother, she posted it on Instagram for me. Last year. And then this year we reused it as far as in the podcast. So that was like months ago. So this is the reason why the kids got me. The kids got me because we basically do a positive stuff. I did not break any institutional rules or anything, because I would have gotten in a fraction, which I did. I didn't get any type of tickets. So I didn't do nothing wrong, because it couldn't give me a charge for anything. So, I recorded the podcast on the prison phone, like, how we doing right that. I did the video on the tape, like we did, right? Like, I did, or I got, like, maybe, like, 300 videos on from there, and I basically was six to time out and punished for doing something positive in prison. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. And from that day, it's like even right now to this day, it's a week later since I've been out. They still have my JK privileges restricted where I can't email, email anybody or receive email for anybody, can't do any videos, get them or send them. Like right now, anybody can send me emails, but I can't see them so they hung me So I've been writing inquiries to different people between the administration, the SID, through custody and all that to get it unrestricted because like I said, I, don't have any charges, I don't have any sanctions, so we should have never been restricted. So everybody is trying to point it to somebody else and like that's a sad thing. Versus like other prisons, like San Quentin, California, they allow people that's incarcerated to do the positive thing. Because at the end of the day it sheds positive light on their prison of what people that's inside are doing. Unfortunately over here, don't have that same mindset.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess, I guess that's probably like a big question that a lot of people that listen to us have is like, you know, how we actually do this and then how, how the prison actually feels about what we're, what we're doing. Um, yeah. but I guess like the important thing we should say is that like nothing, the, the way we do this is, is the way you make regular phone calls from prison. Exactly. <laughs> on the, you know, exactly. the exactly. phone, you call me up, you know, I do my thing and then we get it out there. Um, Exactly. So, like, we ain't
2: going, we ain't going around, no, no way to get it done. We're doing it literally for the platform that they give us in here. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, the saddest thing. It's, like, you just sad because you're already in prison. You try to do positive stuff and it's, like, get shot down for doing stuff that's positive. Like, that's unheard of. But it happens, though. and after It shouldn't. it happens.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because they, I mean, like, what, what do you think the prison just wants? They just want you sitting around in your cell all day, basically. Just, they just want to wear of people, I think.
2: Yeah, it make $64,000 per person that's incarcerated every year. So mm-hmm. that is, that, that's exactly what happens. But I'm like, you should want to encourage people to be rehabilitative in different ways, whether it's doing what we're doing or program that's inside the prison to help people. Mm-hmm. That's just. My uh, opinion. So I don't think you should sit there and be mad at people or punish people for trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's that—that's to me like the global model. Yeah. just what literally.
1: Especially with uh, the podcast. because
2: yeah. cool.
1: yeah. cool. you're using like you know when when they take everything away from you, you don't you know you don't have much left other than you have your voice and your ability to to you know communicate. So that, I mean, you're you're really using the only thing you have left and trying to put it out there and you know it's kind of sad when yeah, you're exactly. stepping on that too right? exactly
2: but that just goes into exactly with everything that we are doing with prison audio mm-hmm. like that's the whole purpose of it, just to give anybody and everybody that's incarcerated a voice and mm-hmm. it ain't just necessarily me because we work together and, and this is our team it's just like for everybody period that want to call up and get their story in their own way and it's like that's something that we shouldn't be denied of or try to be limited to based on how kind of any type of institution is good. It's like we have a right to speak mm-hmm. out to whatever to whoever and about whatever we want to. Because what it is too is like even when what a lot of people don't realize it's incarcerated, even when you do podcast episodes or you start your own is similar to you having the same rights of you talking to a media, whether you're talking to Fox, NBC, CBS, or whoever it is that's part of the media. You have the same rights. So technically, any type of institution shouldn't be allowed to retaliate to you for doing a podcast or talking to a media, because that's just the right that you have.
1: Exactly. We have
2: 60 seconds remaining.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Is, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on today? Anything that you wanted to specifically talk about today?
2: Nah, you know, this, this is us shopping out like we yeah. normally do. Okay. anything else, bro. Uh, we get you will of, of what we do on a normal day-to-day basis, outside of going back and forth with our email. Mm-hmm.
1: So the, the, the one thing I want to say, I guess, the one after after you got out of uh, Stag and they, they moved you, to like a different unit, right? So Yeah. Um, I guess, Can you just, maybe i just like explain like where, where you're living now and like what, what place around where your cell is,
2: I guess. Yeah, well, they, they had me on one right before I went back there and they brought me out and put me on two right which is next door. Mm-hmm. So, it was like, it was all good to me. It's like it's really no difference of uh, where you place that in prison. You're going to make your journey what you choose to make of it. And at the end of the day, you're still in prison. you just in a different location. That's how I always looked at it as a prisoner. So, like, I don't get caught up. And the fact, like, oh, well, I was over on this unit for X amount of time. And they just moved me. It's part of prison. That's the politics part of prison. You know, some things you can't control. Even if you're in the right, that's your happen. So, you know, I'm over here now. It's chilling. It ain't really nothing different. It's... Taking it one day at a time, just focus on everything that I want to do. As far as trying to, you know, give the world content what we've been doing. So mm-hmm. I have not changed. It's always a mission. Right.
1: Um, And then what do you, you still get into the same kind of programs? Like, because uh, as much as the podcast and stuff, you got your Toastmasters going on. Um,
2: yeah. Yeah, I definitely got Toastmasters. Matter of fact, I got Toastmasters at night. That's definitely great program to do. It's like LinkedIn with the uh, the Princeton Club, so go out there, you do over the course of time, you do 10 speeches, you get a certificate from the outside world that you are official Toastmaster, and that's like, that's beneficial right there for anytime you want to do speaking engagements in the three worlds, so that's something I look forward to, but I try to do a lot of different programs in church, go down there, i part of the ministry team, so try to go down there, help the other brothers go well. They face it any way that they can. And outside of what we're working on, you know, I take color programs. And here, I take color programs on the streets as correspondents. Kind of see what's up with uh, some college courses I can take right now and, and, and uh, get more education in that area and hopefully get a degree under something. But I just never stop working. Never stop working.
1: Yeah. You know that. We <laughs> you know that. Yeah a lot more, more people, people that are, are on the street. Keep <laughs> Just keep myself busy. Just keep myself busy
2: because sooner or later, I always, uh, I think this all the time, I'm like, I live off the motto. Uh, life is going to pay you what you ask of it. So if you're a person that chooses to be lazy in life, then you, don't, you can't complain when you, you don't get results back. But when you put the work in on a day-to-day basis and you start reaping all the efforts and everything you put into it, mm-hmm. life is going to pay you what you ask of it. So exactly. That's what it comes down to.
1: Yeah. Let me, let me know, that what, what what motivates you to keep going? Like, what what inspires you while you're in prison to do all this?
2: Uh, I think it doesn't necessarily start while I'm in prison. Mm-hmm. I think even, like, it's been my character, my makeup, even before prison. I've always been the type of person to re- be around my guys growing up and try to help them reach their potential and bring the best out of them as well as themselves. I think coming from prison, it's a different dynamic of it. It's because a lot of people don't know about prison unless you walk in prison, this type of journey. Whether you know somebody that's in prison, so like, you can think about it. I can sit here and tell you about it all day. You can get exactly what I'm saying, but unless you actually experience it, it's like a different type of world. So to me, I feel like we all have the capability in the world to such three different people, right? At a minimum, such three different people. So I feel like even that, you could say the lowest point of just being in prison, one of the darkest chapters in life of being in prison, that I still can take that's what's inside of me and motivate somebody, whether it's in prison or it's out of prison, especially those that's that's not in prison. And you can hear what I have to offer coming from this type of place and they can help change your life, I think that's the way. So that motivates me because I didn't want to just help people to be motivated to reach their potential life in any type of way. And I really started noticing it when, when I really started having my people's post up on my Instagram probably in, like, 2019 when we really started doing, like, the business stuff so around COVID. So everybody is, like, kind of restricted. Everybody is in the house. And I remember I had posted a poll one day. And it was just a poem, just about trying to have women just reflect themselves in a more beautiful type of way. And it was a female that I didn't even know. She left like a long comment on, on my page and she was like, yo, I appreciate you posting this poem because this poem resonated with me and it made me cry, it made me look at myself in a different way. So when people leave comments like that, that my people tell me about, that's what inspires me to keep going because I know that I'm touching people, even if I don't know them. So just to help somebody get through a day, whether it's a motivational thing, whether it's a kid, whether the future, uh, whether it's helping somebody get through a workout, whether it's a that that help somebody, or just any type of thing that I can do that we're doing, that's what keeps me going right there. And even on top of that, like my kids, I got three kids, they're young adults. And I want to also show them, like, regardless of me being in this type of situation, don't ever stop. Don't ever stop. Like, you still can accomplish so many great things, no matter what your situation is. And that goes to my kids. that goes to anybody else. So, to me, if I can show you that I can accomplish stuff from this spot, you shouldn't have no excuse in the free world. Mm-hmm. You should be motivated.
1: Yeah. So... Yeah, no, I agree. So, uh, who are who are some of the like who are some of the people you look up to? Do you have like like personal heroes and stuff like that that you look up to and inspire you, or does it come
2: from inside? Uh, personal. Well, I, I looked at a lot of different people's stories. Like, I start with just like even religious aspect. Just reading through the Bible. Like, if anybody ever read through the Bible, and Jesus walked the earth, he been through a lot. And he still kept going because he knew what his mission was for everybody. So that right there is inspiring in itself. So I just sit there and just reading my Bible like, yo, he just kept going even though even though he knew was to come home when he had to get put up with a cross. So he kept going. And then like even people in life that you look at their story, you look at people like Jay Z, right, that started from the streets, transitioned to a multi-billionaire. He kept going. He didn't stop. When you look at people like The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, he played football. And I remember I was reading part of his story when he said that it was one point, that he only had $7 in his pocket. And he sat there and had a talk with himself like, what is he going to do with his life? And that's why he got his uh, production company now, called Seven Bucks. Uh, Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins, he's... Went through struggle and adversity, growing up financially with his family and stuff like that. So it's like it's different people's stories. I don't want to say anybody particular, but it's just so many people's stories that I didn't read that I say, all right, they went through the same type of struggle in their own way that I went through. Whether whatever their struggle was, it don't necessarily mean they had went to prison, but they overcame it because they was persistent. So I know that if I stay persistent on a path that I'm on, I'm gonna reach the ultimate level of success and the goals that I wanna reach life.
1: No doubt. No doubt. <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. Oh, that's cool. Um, so, but you got one person watching right now. <laughs> no comments, so. though. we'll go on. Really we're gonna try to do this like every yeah. every week, right? The live yeah, well. I said we're going to try to do these live streams like once a week going forward. So,
2: yeah. I uh, don't we be good, you know. Hopefully, you know, as we go, more people start tuning in, more people start subscribing, and then, you know, they just pay attention to the content we try to give them. We exactly. try to transcend barriers that nobody else is, is doing. So, mm-hmm. it's going to happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're going to try. I mean, we'll, we'll try to do them at this time for a while and see how this time works out. Um, we might switch it. A better time, but like yeah. right now, the so Eastern Standard Time around seven o'clock, seven thirty, we'll probably go live every week, and uh, hopefully we get some yeah. more people tuning in, asking questions and stuff as we go to uh, make it a little bit more interactive. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So definitely, definitely something that we got to keep going and just
2: keep pushing for, no matter what resistance we get.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's it. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, we're like half an hour, so I'm, I'm going to wrap it up for today. Um, um, i got to go and start my actual job job. but um, So, yeah, like I said, we're, we're going to be back next week, and obviously we're going to have some content. What, what do we got coming out this week for this podcast? Uh, definitely got an episode
2: for, uh, what, prison news from a guy that's in here that I think we just recorded named Gary Suttle wrongfully convicted, crazy story, how they convicted him of murder, but his DNA creator for the murder weapon, crazy, so we got that coming up. we still got some episodes from Rob Beyond the, the Bar, Cell Block Cupid, uh, Poetry from the Pig. Uh, basically, we've got an episode coming out every day. If anybody want to tune in, all they got to do is go to the major streaming platforms or podcast. type in Sean Robert Johnson, or just type in any one of the names that we mentioned that we went, and all the podcasts are all this is all pop up. This is the work we do in that prison audio. Uh, so just, just tap it into it, listen, share it, tell a subscriber. And if you got any questions and comments, we leave the number for you to call up there. If y'all need to know the number, it's one 800 366 911 And if y'all don't want to call, if you want to email, the email is at stories at prisonaudio.com. That's S-T-O-R-I-E-S ask on. T R I S O N A U D I O dot com. Hey, leave us your comments and questions. You definitely uh, talk about it next time we do a live stream when I crawl in.
1: No, dude. All right. All right, cool. Well, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you get back to your day. But I know I already know you're going to uh-huh. be working. The day. I'm going to
2: be working. Hey, bye. Have a good day, dude. You tapping to y'all soon.
1: All right, son. We'll talk to you soon,
2: Ciao.
0: What if you could have a career?